1: Now get 0% APR or up to $1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Milwaukee. Start your engines. It's time to talk about all things racing. NASCAR, IndyCar, trucks, and Formula One. This is the Final Inspection Show with Steve Zaki,
2: Presented by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. Now, it's Final Inspection on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Here's Steve Zockey.
3: And welcome back to the Final Inspection Show, brought to you by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Yes, Great Lakes Dragway is open today. Um... Make sure you get out there for their Street Wars, the Midwest Snowmobile Drag Racing Series, and, of course, your chance to open, test, and tune. So uh, gates and staging lanes are open now, so make sure you get out to Great Lakes Dragway. You can check out more at greatlakesdragway.com. And also David Hobbs Honda, the best in new and used cars. So if you're looking for a new Honda, of course, that's the place to go. But also uh, many... Uh, makes of manufacturers of used cars, too, at David Hobbs Honda. Make sure to check out com for all the latest in their inventory. Joining me, I'm Steve Zotke, of course, and Mitch Ross on the other side. How are you doing today, Mitch?
2: Doing pretty well. Just getting a little nervous now. Here it we is. are. We're, starting we're, we're two to... hours away from first pitch of game two of the NLCS for Miller Park.
3: Should be a lot of fun, and, uh, of course, the big win last night, uh, Brewer's comfortably ahead and uh Dodgers fought back and uh we'll certainly talk uh, more uh, baseball at the bottom of the hour as we do our Brewers pre -pre pregame show
2: the pregame show to the fellow windows and doors of Wisconsin on deck show Tim and Billy in for that one today as well and you of course can hear them later on in the fan after the last pitch you guys make the switch back to the Blaine's farm and fleet postgame show
3: looking forward to that and of course, today is Talladega. If you're looking for the truck race on TV in the Milwaukee market, it's not there. You have to wait till tomorrow morning. Apparently it's being preempted, which happens a lot well, you, in other markets.
2: You can find it.
3: Well, yeah. You can find it on uh you gotta the, dig it out though. You got you gotta do a little digging here. Thanks to Dave Coleman for pointing that out, by the way. Um give me a second here and I will look one of the thing.
2: few times it's advantageous to have a antenna.
3: It is on, uh, yes. Uh, it can be found on 6.2 on your digital antenna or a 986 on Spectrum.
2: Let's see. We have Spectrum here on our ABC Audio Video Flat Panel. Can we confirm that here?
3: <laughs> uh, there it is. There it is.
2: Yep, there it is. Lap
3: 45, so interesting. But, uh, you know, if on Facebook, I have lots of friends in other cities it's you. you it, I I feel sorry for the people. You go oh that they're doing some type of uh, you know paper or who knows what uh, alternate programming in other and that happens a lot more in other markets. So Milwaukee, we we've, we've been pretty good on the, for the racing scene when it comes to preempting of uh, racing in in this market. So uh, Talladega truck race today and then tomorrow, of course, it's the thousand bob ba- thousand bulbs. uh, Monster Cup Series Race at Talladega. And what is 1000Bulbs.com? Well, (laughs) guess what? They have bulbs there. Lots of bulbs. And I found something for you, Mitch. It would be perfect. On sale, it's a 6.3-foot Nutcracker life size Fiberglass Christmas Decoration. On sale, $5.99. How big? $6 point three foot wow. now, i don't know if it's six foot three or if it's six feet and a third but it's a six point three foot uh, that's a that's a big nutcracker
2: yeah that's uh
3: and it's the it'll <laughs> fill a room it's the uh what i don't know the guard or whatever you want to say from the if you've seen the nutcracker cartoon or whatever it looks like that it's a cartoon type figure or you could buy it for the station put it in the corner
2: there we go, right next to our L flag back here. And uh, what?
3: Where is our big bobblehead? Were you even here when the bobblehead was around? Um, it was at the old ones. studio. Yeah, I know. We we had the the big brewer head. <sighs> the no, big I, I don't remember that. I think it might be across. the I mean, I've been around building. for a
2: while, but I don't remember that. It's
3: been gone that long. Wow. So go to thousandbulbs.com if you want to. They have like every bulb you would want.
2: Christmas bulbs, The Webb's number bulbs, one lighting retailer.
3: Antique bulbs, oh, that's interesting. LED bulbs, you name it. So, I suppose if you're a thousand bulbs and you want to get the word out, sponsor a NASCAR race, because uh, it is how the holiday season coming.
2: Advertising's probably cheap, huh?
3: <laughs> you know what? There was a time <clears throat> you could, yeah. It was that was a nice way for a track to get some uh, a nice little bump. Uh, especially if you had a, a, a yeah, what well, you don't see do you, partnership? Do with they a,
2: add right on the track?
3: Yeah, they'll have an ad on the track, but it used to be big bucks for the track, and of course, everybody else gets their cut. The sanctioning body and whatnot, but it was it was a way for the that's why these trucks were adding a lot of tracks were adding a lot of seats and whatnot because you could you know before the two thousand eight economic downturn, that was uh, they were getting some good good up to six figures uh for uh the race sponsorships. And that and that probably and was the I mean
2: that probably was what one of the, you know, golden ages of NASCAR too. Right. All across the I board.
3: mean I don't care if it was Champ Car, IndyCar, uh NHRA, I mean track the race sponsorship was a really nice way, especially it was a way for uh the sponsorship activation too for that sponsor in a, in a particular area. Where they could really focus in on an area to get the word out, especially if you had a, you were releasing a new product or you wanted to focus on something, it was a really good way to do that. Nowadays, I think I think fans would be shocked at how much these race sponsorships go for.
2: Well, it's and how long cheap. how long has this show been going? I mean, our station's been around for well almost it was twenty a years
3: now. The, this show started, of course, it was Sparky's final inspection, right. and I was brought in very early on as part because the Milwaukee mile who I was working for at the time sponsored the show. And I was actually getting paid through the Milwaukee mile to be here. And, uh, my boss was the, was Sparky's first choice, but was unable to do it. So well, why don't you give Steve a try? And I knew I was Sparky at his previous station and, and was listening to the fan, you know, the day they opened the door. And so I kind of knew his style, what he was looking for. And we just kind of hit it off. And so pretty much fun to start. We had a, a NASCAR show at the, at the fan.
2: Yeah.
3: And, but the original, originally the shows were actually, we had post-race shows. So we were on, uh, at that time, probably about six or seven times during the race season. And we did a post-race show after the race. Okay. So if they raced at Charlotte, it was a nice race, a night race or at uh, Richmond. And then also we had a couple of, uh, after the NASCAR races at Milwaukee, we did a live post-race show.
2: Nice. A lot of and, fun. And you still have, obviously, remotes down at Great Lakes Dragway. Great Lakes Dragway and, of Road course, America. Road America. Yeah. yeah. So And someday, hopefully, strong.
3: once again, the Milwaukee mile.
2: <laughs>
3: someday, someday. Someday. I tell you what, let's let's take a, a quick break here. When we come back, we'll, we'll be talking with Eddie Lapine from RacingNation.com, who's at Road Atlanta for the Petit Le Mans 10-hour race. Welcome back to the final inspection show brought to you by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway, who's open today. Yes, get out to Great Lakes Dragway for some racing and uh have some fun. And then also uh David Hobbs Honda. David Hobbs Honda. Make sure to check out their new and use inventory at DavidHobbs.com. Joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline from RacingNation.com, reporting live from Road Atlanta. It is Eddie Lapine. Welcome to the show, Eddie.
0: Hey Steve, how are you today?
3: Fantastic. Uh, you of course are at the Petit Le Mans, which is the season-ending 10-hour race for the. I want to. I, I keep on wanting to say American Le Mans Series, but for the IMSA, IMSA Racing Series, Sports Car Series, the best in prototype and GT Weather Le Mans. Weather Tech.
0: Let me let Weather me jump tech, in see and tell you exactly <laughs> where I am, how I got here, and how much fun I am having. I thought I was having fun at Porsche sport a couple weeks. Ago, but uh this is pretty crazy here. Um, yes, it's the finale to the uh WeatherTech Imsa series race. <laughs> and uh it's a ten hour race at Road Atlanta. And, and
3: and tell them I want some floor mats too for that for saying that.
0: I'll get some floor mats. I'll <laughs> talk to the girls. They have some floor mats for me. <laughs> to stop by but i actually drove through the hurricane steve i don't know if you saw that or followed me on facebook but, yes uh, i i drove through the eye um and uh what a ride it was
3: so uh, how, how, how high were the winds i'll
0: tell you my car was all over the road i got up to about 115 i didn't post that on facebook but uh <laughs> i was doing about 115 you know, it, it was nice because there was no idiots on the road, just me. <laughs> so, um, but uh, it was it was one of those uh, bucket list checklists you want to do. Uh, I think uh, it was incredible. Um, four hours of white knuckle in it. Uh, at times, couldn't even see the road, and those poor people that uh, suffered the devastation down there. Just, Certainly, yeah, in that I,
3: panhandle area, yeah. then going into Georgia, and that, yeah, incredible. Incredible footage. Well, thank God
0: I didn't watch the news before I left because when I got and saw the news the next day, I was like, boy, I really am an idiot. (laughs) uh,
3: And what day was it? it So so what day did you travel Uh, up?
0: I I left Wednesday night, and I was in Macon, Georgia at 930 at night trying to gas up at three gas stations that the power was out and the uh, debris from the signage. Was flying through the air. I think wow. I posted one of those pictures on Facebook uh, of the lights uh, everywhere. It was. I actually ran into, or didn't run into, but saw three trees on I seventy five on the way up here wow. that were in the middle lane. So, uh, but I did make it safe and sound. The weather cleared out, and it is actually in eighteen years of coming to this race, it is the best weather we've had uh ever for this event yeah, I, and it is going to be an amazing race
3: i think it was it was about two three years ago where it pretty much rained the you know the time from the time they opened the trailers to, to the checkered flag wasn't it
0: oh there's i you could tell stories about how bad the weather you know every time it seems like they change the date the weather um becomes uh an issue so, I mean, I don't know. You know, I mean, it, it's hard to say what's going to happen. But, uh, you know, now that it's cleared out, this race is going to be an incredible, incredible uh, race because uh, the weather's great and uh, the crowd is spectacular.
3: And for those wondering where exactly you are, you're, I guess, would be north, northeast of Atlanta. Uh, if you take I 85 uh, out, north, northeast out of Atlanta you'd uh, run into uh Road Atlanta in Brazil just outside of Brazelton, uh Georgia and uh and lots of you, you know what whenever that's the last race of the year there's always lots of announcements and of course one of the announcements was uh from Road Road Atlanta too that uh Tony DeZino mentioned to me yesterday who'll be co-hosting the show next week uh t- tell us about that a new sponsor for the wow well, yeah the racetrack I mean, itself
0: I actually been trying to, you know, beat up on Tony to try to find out what was going on, and uh, what a huge announcement yesterday, and, and really a great announcement for the sport and everything worldwide. Michelin is definitely uh, stepping in and, and taking over. It's going to be Michelin uh, Raceway, <laughs> right? So, and
3: and and, the, mean, and well, and 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 the neatest part of it is it's going to be. It's not only just re- renaming of the of the track, but it's going to be a visually. Uh, they're certainly stepping up with a new state of the art Michelin Tower to be constructed at the over the existing uh, control tower. That's also the press well, room too, right?
0: Well, exactly. It's kind of like uh, when they did the rehab at Elkhart Lake uh-huh. at Road America. The same thing. Um, they're they're going to take down this building, and we were in there. And uh, they're going to level it and start over and build a facility that's going to be amazing. Um, they're going to uh, have suites and for the sponsors, and they're going to have a new media center. Uh, it's really a big announcement, and it's great for sports car racing to get that real support now that Michelin is going to be stepping in next year to take over for Continental Tires, which... Continental has done a great job, but uh, Michelin is just—it's uh, going to be a, a great road for sports car racing in in America.
3: Well, and if you there's a if you go to uh, RoadAtlanta.com, there's a uh, there's an artist rendering of how it's going to look, and it, it it looks pretty sharp. I mean, it looks like with uh, with the addition and everything and the expansion, that's going to be pretty cool. And then on the side of the building. Of course, they have the Michelin Man on the side of it, so a uh, pretty, pretty neat uh, deal for Road Atlanta, and that certainly helps uh, uh, th- that track. But um, Road, in, yeah, so the Petit Le Mans, tell the fans who might be not that familiar with uh, sports car racing uh, how tough this race is at that track.
0: Well, I mean, it's just like Sebring. You know, these iconic tracks. You know, this is uh, Jack Webster that is along with me this weekend for with racing nation. Um, we, he's been here. He was here in 1972 when the first race and, uh, it's just, it, they haven't changed it a bit. It's like Sebring and it's, it's just a tough demanding track and the way they make these cars, they go 10 hours straight flat out. So, I mean, it's it's really incredible.
3: Yeah, it's you know, in the old days, it wasn't certainly wasn't an endurance race, which you know you kind of had to pace yourself, and you know we had guys like, uh, you know, drivers we we've had on the show like Derek Bell, David Hobbs, Early Haywood, and that you know you would these were endurance drivers, these were guys who who knew how to not only get the, the best out of the car, but to make sure the car lasted, whether it was a 12 hour race or a 24 hour race, but we've seen over the last 10, 15 years that well, it's pretty much a sprint from the start to the finish with the reliability that the manufacturers have uh, put into it. And with uh road Atlanta, a very demanding fast, but twisty track. Yeah. It's pretty much a sprint race from, uh, from the word go, isn't it?
0: Well, definitely. And it, it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's kind of like Road America in a way. It just has different uh, characteristics, uh, a little different, but very high speed, heartbreaking. And uh, the weather is usually a factor here at the end of the night where it gets really cool and the track changes with all the rubber and oil. And then what happens is, you know, I mean, in any race and with these cars, like you said, they're, they're flat out for 10 hours i mean there's no back and down i mean we're four hour or three hours into the four hours into the race right now and there's two every there's two cars out and they're due to wrecks. uh juan pablo montoya crashed and uh the turner bmw crashed hmm. and and that's it and montoya's was uh, due to uh a malfunction in the car
3: okay so. the the team Penske Acura. And uh it was People Durani who's been one of the quick drivers throughout the year, maybe not, has not had the results he wanted, I think, with that with that team. But uh yeah, he's been he he got the poll. Who's leading right now?
0: Uh Eric Kern is leading right now and uh Helio Castro Nevis and the other Penske car is second. Okay, very and, good. So uh, yeah, I mean it's it's you know, it's it's hard to say anything until about I think when the sunset, uh, you know, starts. I mean, when the sun starts going down, you're going to see something develop in the race. But right right now, I think we're just going to see flat out racing.
3: I tell you what, let's take a quick break. We're talking to Eddie Lapine and the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. And when we come back, we'll talk more uh, Road Atlanta, Petit Le Mans, and then also uh, we'll talk getting our NASCAR predictions on the Final Inspection Show, brought to you by David Hobbs Honda and Great Lakes Dragway.
2: This is Final Inspection with Steve Zocchi. Presented by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. On 105.7 FM, The Fan.
3: Welcome back to the final inspection show brought to you by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Yes, they are open this weekend, so uh, make sure you get out to Great Lakes Dragway. And for more, check out Great Lakes Dragway on social media and also greatlakesdragway.com. And then also David Hobbs Honda. Make sure you check out davidhobbs.com for all the latest and new and used cars. And uh, some announcements, some uh, uh, pretty interesting stuff for the 2019 uh, season and one of the interesting ones was the we're going to see an all-female driver lineup at Daytona for the 24-hour race with uh heinricher uh racing teaming up with uh, Catherine leg Simona di Silvestro uh and uh was it was a pippa man no anna Beatrice I'm sorry uh so Catherine leg uh anna Beatrice and uh Simone di Silvestro what do you think of that Eddie
0: I, I really thought it was it was our
3: friend Michael Shane yeah uh, Michael friend of the Scheng show yesterday and, well I yeah. should mention yeah, uh, Mar- had- Jackie Heinricher too is the other driver who's a former yeah. uh, friend from, from the Lamborghini series
0: right and it, it actually I think she's bringing some of the money and they're bringing caterpillar caterpillar I think caterpillars leaving NASCAR and going uh sports car racing which is uh a pretty pretty, uh, it's, it's exciting. Mm -hmm. Catherine Legg, Catherine Legg's a great driver. Uh, same with Simona. It's great to have her, you know, racing again. Well, she
3: loved it here. And, you know, she came from the IndyCar series and that, and, and, you know, some people may have wondered where she's been. She's actually been running in Australia in the sedan series there and and, uh, running quite well too.
1: Yes,
0: definitely. Very talented and. Catherine's going you know I mean she's been running good all year this year and it it's exciting and Michael Shank is just I mean it, it, it's it's a great thing for the sport uh it brings a different uh uh you know it brings women I think you're going mm-hmm. to see, you know women paying more sure. attention when you have a full uh, team of women and they're good drivers I mean they're cha- they're winning drivers so I think it's it's really good um and uh i'm excited i think it's great for next year did you see the
3: that. did you see the 2019 audi r8 lms gt3 car
0: that's unbelievable everything really? is pretty I mean, sharp huh a lot that, yeah i mean yes audis yeah it's <laughs> there's there's so many good things going on in this sport it, it's kind of amazing because you know they go in you know peaks and valleys and, uh, you know, with announcements like Michelin and, you know, and how big they are in Europe at Lamar and how long they've, their longevity, uh, with sports car racing, um, and to see them join forces with this sports car series, I think you could definitely see lots of things down the road that are going to be really positive for sports car racing.
3: Yeah, they definitely have some momentum, and uh, seems to be uh, definitely growing in the right direction.
0: There's no doubt about it. Uh, I mean, you could just—I mean, when you have when you any time at any type of race at the end of the year, when you get these kind of announcements to look forward to, and as you as you know, you'll have Tony on next week. Um, he's been real excited about it all all year. And uh, when they announced it yesterday, it, it it's huge. Yeah. It's really huge. And so, looking forward to next year, and looking forward to. The, I mean, you know, the season's going to end, but they're they're testing tomorrow the new tire for next year on Monday.
3: It just never stops, so, does it? Yeah.
0: No, <laughs> no, it doesn't stop. They will definitely. They're going to be testing on Monday when the cars are here.
3: Yeah, we had we had, it was just like a run sport with all of our uh, friends down at uh, Road Atlanta. Of course, uh, you're down there and uh, Tony Dez, De, uh, Dezino, but also David Land, uh, one of our newer contributors from uh, his YouTube channel. David Land was also down at Road Atlanta this weekend. So and look, looking forward to having uh, David back on the show again too. But yeah, next week uh, it'll be uh, myself and Tony Dezino, who's been. Uh, if you're wondering where he's been, he's been at the races and busy. So unfortunately for us, uh, he hasn't been able to sit in, uh, as much as he did the last couple of years, but looking forward, uh, with Tony Dezino being on the show next week. So Eddie, uh, what's your prediction for, uh, today's race? It's already started. It's definitely not going to be Juan, Mon- Juan Pablo Montoya, but, uh, who, who's the hot car down there right now?
0: You know what? I haven't even really thought that far. I you know, I mean I'm more for the underdog and the David and Goliath so could it be I, Mazda I, so finally
3: the Mazda prototype
0: well, it would good it would be good to see Mazda and Yoast Mazda do well and I wish they could, but uh, I'm gonna go with the 54 the core Autosport John Bennett yeah. Colin Braun and Roma Dumas
3: <laughs> your buddy.
0: <laughs> yes my I I have per, you know I'm a little biased you know us us us, us French people have to stick together <laughs> and actually I well I really shouldn't bring this up but we'll talk about it off the air.
3: okay very good um, something else And uh, of course we have Talladega uh, tomorrow and uh, for the cup series who, who do you like in the in the cup series?
0: Kyle Bush
3: Kyle Bush interesting. Uh, I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to go with Ricky Stenhouse. Uh, let's mix things up. Uh, there go. I, you know, yeah. my, if, if, if I'm a betting man, I'm going to go Kevin Harvick, but, uh, I'll go with, uh, I'll go with my heart. I'll go Ricky Stenhouse. I think, uh, it'll be interesting to see a non, uh, playoff contender do well in that race. So, all right, Eddie, well, we certainly appreciate you, uh, coming on the show. And then uh, looking well, forward to what you got one more. What do you got?
0: Well, no, just make sure you go to Racing Nation and oh, check yes. out um, Jack Webster and uh, Eddie Lapine. Oh, uh,
3: that's one thing. Yeah, no, you you mean former Confederate uh, Civil War general. Jackson Webster.
0: <laughs> oh yes, Jackson Webster. One and only. Yes, here he is live. Jackson, say <laughs> hi.
3: Jackson Webster here at l- uh, Petit Le <laughs> and uh, visiting the old uh, media center for the final time because they're tearing it down as soon as the race is over. Sad, <laughs> Sad news. I saw you signing you- the wall. I saw. Yeah, yeah well, it's very, very nice. New giant Michelin uh, media center. That should be so. There.
0: There you have it, live from Jackson.
3: Yeah, Webster. For 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 those not, not aware, right. uh, 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 Jack Webster got a, a, a name tag. It was uh, actually Jackson Webster. And when I saw that, it sounded very very like an old Confederate general. So, got a kick I out know. of that. It was
0: we, we got we got a good laugh. I think after forty five years of being a photographer, they couldn't get his name
3: right. Uh, t- here a, a quick a quick question for Jack. He's been yeah. coming there since Wait, 1972.
0: Hold on, hold on. Okay, quick question for Jack. Uh,
3: question. What's what's his most memorable moment at Road Atlanta? Well, Probably for me, the, the first time I was here in 1972, Can Am m race. Uh, in practice, uh, Mark Donahue had flipped the L&M 917 and tore his leg up, so he was... Uh, Out of the race, and they brought in George Palmer as a last-minute substitute. George put the car on pole, led from flag to flag, won the race. The rest is history. Very good. Thank you, Jack. We certainly appreciate it. Eddie, uh, thank you, and uh, make sure you check out RacingNation.com for all the work uh, by Eddie and the fantastic photography, too, uh, by Jack Webster, who are down at Road Atlanta this weekend. When we return, we'll do the Brewer's pre Pre game show with uh, Mitch Ross and myself. You're listening to the final inspection show at Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. The final inspection show and the pre-game brewer show.
2: The the in-the-hole show.
3: In-the-hole show. There you go.
2: If I can say that. I think you can say that. (laughs) Yeah, that's
3: fine. As the uh, Brewers and the Dodgers will be playing game two at 3.09 in the National League Championship Series, game number two. And of course, uh, yesterday it was the Clayton Kershaw. The Clayton Kershaw show, and, yeah. he, and
2: even after the game as well, it was the Clayton Kershaw show. It certainly show.
3: was. Uh, yeah, I guess you could say uh, if there was one, uh, one uh, little hole he has in his armor, it is his playoff uh, appearances, huh?
2: Yeah, um, you would say. And certainly last night, that was his shortest postseason start of his career last night, just three-plus innings. He was tagged for five runs. Um, yeah, and again, and, and you thought Kershaw had kind of – maybe gotten past that after he uh, went eight strong against the Braves in game two, however, Steve, in that NLDS series. They went with Ryu in game one against the Braves
3: mm-hmm.
2: and kind of maybe looked to take the pressure away from Kershaw a little bit, gave him game two, and he was tremendous. Right. And I, maybe it's maybe it's a game one thing. I don't know. But the Brewers were able to get to Kershaw last night, and I had a feeling they would. I mean, they, they had gotten to him once earlier this year, and it, it happened. You know, and it's—
3: it, it's not unusual for uh, for this to happen in the playoffs. We've seen it time and in, time in. how many times have we seen in, in the playoffs over the years that one closer come into the game, who's
2: who's been had, lights out all year, hasn't had a blown save. Right. <laughs> sure enough, John Axford, yeah, forty
3: seven saves straight. Exactly, you know, and we've we, we've seen it with the Yankees in the past. Wade Davis, the, with, yeah, I you feel know. like
2: he did that as well.
3: But, uh, yeah, some uh, some news in, the, in for the Dodgers, and that's uh, Yasmani Grandel, the catcher, on the bench for
2: this one. Correct. Uh,
3: going for uh, Austin Barnes.
2: Austin Barnes in there. Yasmani Grandel with a big... Not a great day last night no, for him. No, he had a, a big catcher interference there on a... Which... Y- I, yeah, you you, there's not much a... you can do, but it's still, right. you know, I mean, it, it, it hurt them, obviously. And... Aguilar hits a when, line when the shot. batter
3: doesn't even notice it you right. know it's you know but it it's one of those things you know you got to call it you know
2: so Dave Roberts goes with um, Austin Barnes instead and we'll see what he can do um, Brewers relief wise should be good to go except for Josh Hader who threw three innings last night was mm-hmm. dominant again what's your opinion on that Hader yeah going so coming in so early yeah there's you know there I mean it's a little we, early
3: but we teased it a little bit before when we were talking about the Fox Sports one. And and they're how they just seem, they they've obviously have not seen a Brewer game all year long. Oh no, they have no idea what's going on. These moves, it, it's like they're coming in on Mars. I mean, did they see the? Was, have they seen the Rays play this year? I mean, I, I, <laughs> probably not. Probably not either. I mean, it, well, it's, and, embar- the, the, the it's Brewers... embarrassing. The analysis we're getting from
2: them. Yeah, and in their defense, I mean, nationally, the Brewers kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, obviously us sitting here, we we knew um you know the Brewers hung around, kept it close all year, kept it within five games all year, the Cubs and got hot at the right time and they're they're still carrying through. But yeah, a lot of these I mean, even Bob Costas in that game on Sunday. The game game three Aguilera, um, <laughs> not not Jesus Aguilar. Right. Um, what else was there? There's another one he mentioned. He I but
3: I, I love Jim Cott. I thought Jim Cott was great. Um You know, he was one of these guys I remember as a kid. I remember I had his baseball card, and you looked at the back of it, you're looking, holy, 1959. How old is this guy? That's when he pitched? He started in 1959 and pitched until 83, four decades. And I remember looking at it as a kid and thinking, Whoa, yeah. this guy's like 44 years like 25, old. <laughs> 25 years in the
2: bigs. Yeah. That's incredible. So yeah, he's, really. he's seen a lot he, of baseball. He gave up a home run to Bob Eucher in the minors, you mentioned. Really? On the broadcast. You heard the story yesterday from Bob Euchre too, about how he apologized to Sandy Koufax. So they, yeah. they bring that story up every time the Brewers see the Dodgers. Probably haven't heard that for the last time no. this weekend.
3: But always, uh, and then of course, uh, Euchre threw out the first ball yesterday. Yeah, and is... I, you got to feel good for him because he's been broadcasting for the Brewers since 1971. He's he has seen a lot of losses, a lot of bad, a <laughs> lot of bad baseball of... there,
2: through you know the late eight, well I guess early 90s, mid 90s, up through about the mid 2000s, really bad baseball.
3: But it, it's uh, it should be a lot of it should be interesting. I think you're going to see a more quote unquote normal game from the Brewers this time around.
2: Probably. Um, I would think Miley, they get five out of him, you would think. At least. At least. You know, go twice through the order. And and, um, and
3: the big thing is Barnes. I mean, that, that will be – listen to see. Burns. Burns and Corbin Williams. Burns, yeah. yeah. yeah no, really. we don't want to see Barnes. No <laughs> nah, Barnes. I don't, Barnes isn't even no. on the roster. Yeah, so. thank God. Yeah,
2: I mean, Corbin Burns didn't go last night, so uh, he should be fresh to go, and you'd think he'd be the first guy out of the bullpen hmm. um, tonight.
3: You know, I kind of feel like uh, – the band orleans or somebody you know that that opening band you know just kind of getting there that opening comedian you know and everybody's sitting on their hands like, yeah oh, come on not, we want we're to just, see the rolling stones and the stars of the show have arrived <laughs> yes they are so i mean we're just you know it's amazing though i can't believe how they fit all the women in here too i yeah, mean the I trail mean, of women we are... That are following them and the the handlers too I mean, quite the entourage.
2: Yeah, right? The red carpet.
3: It's quite impressive. <laughs> of course, we are talking about the two rock stars at 105.7 FM, the fan.
2: Tim, Tim. Alville, Baby Tal Schmidt yep. coming up here in just a couple of minutes. They're going to take over for us. Pillow Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Deck Show. Obviously, a big post game show last night down at Kelly's Bleachers. That had to be a good time. No question about it, Steve. Were you down there?
3: Uh, unfortunately, I missed it. Yeah.
2: We had you had to get ready for the show today. So well,
3: yeah, I was doing my 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 prep work and whatnot, of course, you know, working diligently. And uh, Bill Schmidt, feel free to join in. Tell us about the post game show. How, yeah, how late we, did you guys go last it.
2: night? You guys must have um, went till
1: we were uh, we were on till one one in the morning. I think is wow. when we wrapped up. It was uh it was a crazy night out there. How uh, so? How
2: packed did it get? Like maybe a half hour after the last bit, it had to get. Well, it was packed up, Mitch. Honestly. When we
1: got there, because nice. like we were in, you know, in Kelly's, there's kind of like the three rooms. We were in the, in the far East room, right by the bar, just set us up at a, at a regular table, a couple mm-hmm. of stools and sat there and talked Brewers baseball. And people came up and shook hands yes. we kissed babies. And <laughs> it was at one point we were the shuttle greeters. We came out there right before, right <laughs> before the end of the game, <laughs> the ushers, and we were watching Jeremy Jeffers lock down the end of that eighth inning outside as we were letting people in and, and, you know, making sure everybody was safe coming off of the shuttle but that place fills up man now
2: what was the mood in the eighth inning there that was a that was a downturn for the game and, and Jeffers was able to get
1: out of it but it went from uh 10 minutes before people shaking our hands saying well, you guys are getting a World Series ring when we win this thing <laughs> to I don't know what he's doing yeah yeah Steve I don't right. know what he's doing yeah. why did why, why did they why did they why did, they, why, did they, why did they pitch Jeffers now? now why did they take yeah. him why did they put him in now
3: because there's a new closer in town.
2: There might be. Corey Kniebel back in there gets the save last night. So and The
1: sheriff might get back in there. And how good is it to see Corey back in, back in his well, mojo? It's,
2: it's tremendous. I mean, he goes down to the minors and figures it out, and it's yep. a, it's another success story that David Stearns has had and those guys making the decisions like that, to, the tough
1: decisions, and, and now you're seeing it pay off. And how about a tough uh, success story of coming back from an injury, right? Earlier right. on in the season, man, when he came back, he wasn't right. And I think some of that, Steve, I mean, I wonder about that in, in NASCAR when these guys go into huge wrecks into the wall. To be able to bump, to be able to jump back two two weeks later into a car and go 180 well, miles. Well, it's a an different
3: hour. breed, and and we, totally, we, we we've seen any type of athlete, whether I don't care what sport it is, golf, baseball, basketball. There's a difference there. When you talk to them or you spend any time with them, they they just seem there's an energy there, yep. and there's an attitude. It's and, an attitude
1: of I can't wait to get back. And
3: the one thing I always get frustrated is with well, this you know I, I met so and so and the they seemed a, a bit cocky. Like that's how they got to where they are because they have that. And you need that cockiness. I'm always concerned when, when an athlete or a driver or whatever, doesn't have that. You kind of, you kind of double, you know, you kind of rub your chin and you go, I don't know if he has it, but you know, when you see these guys operate at that level, it's just so impressive. And I think for fans, this is, uh, it, it's not only been a growing experience for, for a lot of brewer fans and that, but bait, but it, we haven't seen this level of baseball here in such right. a long time. We're
1: not used to we're not, we're be, not. used to being. That's in the why this roller series. coaster
3: you're yeah. mm-hmm. seeing, right? And I don't know if you saw this, but Mitch and I were talking about uh, Fox Sports One and that the analysis uh, they, they 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 seem to be playing checkers where the Brewers are playing chess and and the some of the the analysis we're hearing on post game and pre game shows haven't caught up, have they? Yeah.
1: Well, and I think a lot of it too is uh, they haven't watched as much Brewers baseball as we have and mm-hmm. And I mean, when I say that, I mean Brewer fans across the city. I right. mean, people have been consuming every single pitch of Brewers baseball for the last two and a half months, if not farther back. And for these national dudes, when you're talking about Frank Thomas and Alex Rodriguez and all these other cats, i'm not I'm not offended that they watch more Yankees Red yeah. Sox because that's where the money is, and then that's where you' that's what your boss is telling well, you Well, they used to play for those teams too for sure. So mm-hmm. exactly. Be partial. And, there's just not necessarily a camaraderie of what the Brewers have done all year long and how they've jived with it, and that's exactly how they've done it. We had Dan Pleissag on yesterday before the game, and that's a dude like you that said, dude, Mitch, that dude likes Brewers baseball yeah. because though. he because he played for the Brewers, right? And he He's, was in here and he said he grew up as a Brewer. Yeah, he, that's where he developed. That's the team that drafted him, gave him his first chance, and you feel an allegiance to him. Those guys don't have an allegiance to the Brewers. No, no, no. They might not have one to the Dodgers, but what they do have allegiance to is the dollars out in la yeah mm-hmm. no question about it i know uh,
2: so i switched over to mlb network steve after the game last night and those guys were killing it i thought <clears throat> or the radio yeah, oh, or, or the radio yeah. that as well obviously <laughs> you can switch between both yeah yeah I, I or did. you
3: can dvr the one
2: yeah correct right but, you know, but to the danny please yeah. listen to dan please that go nuts over brandon woodruff hitting a home run they were i mean they were giving him it's such awesome. a hard time about you know uh, what would you have done if you had a home run in that situation? He said, I would have done the same thing Brandon Woodruff did. And good for Brandon Woodruff, right. too, by the way. Another guy that was down in the minor well, leagues yep. most of the season. And Plesak brought up a good point
3: with him. He's one of these guys, when you know when a pitcher comes up, you can t- kind of tell the body language, how they're holding the bat. But when you saw Woodruff up there, he looks like a batter. Mm-hmm. He's comfortable oh, yeah. up there. He's hitting
1: hit a well, college World a, Series. A, a lot of these guys, not and, and, and you sold. see
3: it. I think more so on a, on a, a couple players too on the Brewers to the pitchers. They 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 want to bat. Yeah. They want that uh, bat, and we've saw we've seen this in the past.
2: Well, and Woodruff said after the game he was looking for a fastball on that pitch. Just you know, him and Brent Suter, old, the pitchers hat, talking about their hitting. Yeah. Old, old hat for Woodruff. I mean, he he did look like a pro there. And Council said too after the game he was hoping Woodruff would be the one to get the at bat in, in that situation. And man. It's his second homer of the year, and that was no cheapy that he hit back in Pittsburgh like no. two no. months and ago. No. The one last night was a bomb too. Blast,
1: four oh seven dead center,
2: and off the best pitcher in baseball. They tell me.
3: And if you're Kershaw, and he knew it too right away. Oh, his face you, was the best. Yeah, oh it. yeah, yes, that I, was
1: absolutely
2: priceless when he because, when he saw that go over the fence. Kershaw could not believe well, like it. Like Steve Zaki when he sees all the women coming here yeah, with Tim and I. Exactly. When <laughs> when you know,
3: and you, you know when he's gonna hear about this. January when he's golfing with his other pitching buddies. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. when he's in here.
1: When him and Scherzer, they all go out <laughs> and they're playing the links down in D.C. <laughs> yeah. Enjoying, enjoy,
3: enjoying the offseason, which we hope uh, will be sooner for the Dodgers than it will be for the Brewers. Are you ready if, I mean, we're 27 outs away. Mm-hmm. Is it... What's the what's the mood that you you were sensing last night, Ned? Is it it's it's starting to pick up now. It's a
1: ner- it's a nervous excitement now yeah. uh, because of what you know Dave Roberts mentioned it. They got a lot of eyeballs and they've seen a lot of pitches off that Brewers bullpen, which was the number one yeah. factor for the Brewers that was going to be a key in them being able to get past this Dodger team when they throw their horse yesterday. You threw your horse at them, and so each team saw the best that's going to be on the mound for. The opponent.
3: It'll be interesting if the Brewers win game two, let's say they win game two, but they go out to L.A. and then lose game three and four. (laughs) How some of the fans, are they going to melt down or are they going to be able to, you know, sustain themselves if there is a a situation where Brewers could lose two, but Mm -hmm. still be even up in the series? It's not the end of the world. Just sweep
1: it. Let's get out of here. Yep.
3: I like that. You're <laughs> listening to the Final Inspection Show. We appreciate Mitch Ross for filling in today, and also Eddie Lapine reporting live from Road Atlanta, and of course Bill Schmidt for joining us for the the Brewers pre pregame show on on the Final Inspection Show. And wish everybody uh, that stay tuned for the pregame
2: show. The Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck. Show Tim and Billy coming up next on the Final Inspection Show.